nothing happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware Oh yeah I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Alright, that's what you get. You get 30 seconds. That's like 35. That's a great song. Hopefully I'll come after him. I think we'll be okay. That's a great song. You know, I hear that song, I'm like, wow, nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> People are just as pissed off now as they were in the 60s. Wow. It's true. What's up, buddy? Not much. How are you? Well, I've had Taco Bell twice this week now. I joined you this week. It was fun. Yeah. I'm on a bit of a Taco Bell. So I don't go to Taco Bell very often. I love mm-hmm. Taco Bell. Yeah. But I have to have a high level of trust in the Taco Bell I go to. Mm-hmm. So I think it's easily the most easy to fuck with fast food that there is. Like you can drop anything in that meat sauce, anything, <laughs> and no one will ever know. <laughs> so I require a high level of trust with the Taco Bell I go to, and the one that's close to the studio has been dubious at best for a long time. Earlier this week, my craving for Taco Bell was so bad that I had to fucking go in. I couldn't. I, I ignored the obvious problem with that Taco Bell and decided to go in anyway. And I was delighted and shocked to find that like the staff was like super respectable and clean and not drug addicted. Mm. And I was fucking amazed. Yeah. And super happy. So I got my four soft tacos, my Diablo sauce. (laughs) You have your, um, you have your connection again. It's back, man. And so we just went. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I kind of got the bug a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I pull in no line, which by the way, the line used to be ridiculous there all the time. Yeah, that's true. Well, people are allowed back inside now. Maybe you could buy meth there back. Maybe you could buy meth. I don't know. It's a good question. Because I mean, that know. line was fucking huge. That line every is day. usually out to right whatever was that Main Street or whatever street yeah. it is. And I've been that turns into Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's technically Main Street. In my yeah. Point. So. The last two times I've gone, there's been no one there. Mm-hmm. And it's super clean. And the people are, like, not dealing meth. Like, everyone's <laughs> super respectable and awesome. And it's a completely different deal. And But now, when it should be busy because it's awesome, it's not. So I wonder what was going on before. That's a good question, huh? Because it's also KFC, so maybe, you know, maybe you ordered, like, something specific. Like, I'll have the three-piece kernel deal. <laughs> Maybe that meant meth. What if you accidentally ordered it? Like, that's what you... Right, and you just get a bag of meth. Yeah, let's say you were... Ooh, what if it is... What's that? What was that disgusting sandwich, the double down? What if it was, like, the double down, which is not made anymore, is actually meth now, so... But what if you accidentally, is like, you hadn't been there for years, you didn't realize the double down was gone, you ordered the double down, and you get there, and it's just a bag of fucking meth. Two little bags of meth. Yeah. Wait a minute, No. I want the double down Wait, sandwich. Why does my sandwich cost twenty dollars? <laughs> no change, no tax, no nothing. Yeah, man, it's twenty bucks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Only cash. How'd you get my sandwich? It's such a small little thing. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I you know look, I'm gonna have to control myself because I don't want to overdo it because you can get, you can get sick of stuff, especially fast food. You get sick of fast food fast. Don't take long. So I gotta space out. I don't think I'll go to Taco Bell again for like another month or two, but. Well, there you go. Twice this week was, was fucking good. 
I just, I, I just. You I, got your wish, man. I, I love it. Yeah, you got your, you got your dream back. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Life is coming back to normal, huh? Taco Bell is fucking awesome. <laughs> you know how good Taco Bell is? How good is Taco Bell? Taco Bell over, overcame the stigma of being a Mexican fast food restaurant. Especially when they opened. Oh, okay. Like in yeah. the 80s. Because mm-hmm. everyone just assumes you're going to shit your brains out if you eat a Taco Bell, whether or not they've ever eaten there. Right? That's always like, the, someone always makes a comment, yeah, but you're going to shit right. your brains the out. Right, the old Montezuma's Revenge, even right. though it has nothing to do with Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> And I and you know, I don't feel like Taco Bell does that to me any more than anything else does. No, it's fast food, man. Yeah, yeah food and you're food, right. Yeah. And I think it's one of the. It's got to be the. Is it not like the third largest behind Subway and McDonald's? Oh, it might be. It, it's huge. And now. I know, like their food is actually less bad for you than McDonald's. Most. Like their like their fat content shit is supposedly less, but mm. whatever. I mean, it's not why I'm going there. So. <laughs> That's not like the delineation I'm looking for, but actually, first time I ever had a Chaco Taco was a Taco Bell. Really? I think the Chaco Taco was so. I think this is how the Chaco Taco came to be. Actually, I think the people that made like King Nutties or whatever, yep. made the Chaco Taco for a Taco Bell promotion, mm-hmm. and it was so wildly popular that they kept it. Interesting. That's, yeah, I was gonna that's say. my theory on that because I'd never seen a Chaco Taco until I got one at Taco Bell in like the like yeah. the late nineties. Yeah. And then I started seeing them in stores. I was going to say, the only time I've... Actually, I've never even seen them in stores. I've only seen them on the ice cream truck, the Choco Taco. Yeah, you can get them at, like, the store. You probably can. It's not like I'm ever looking for them, so I don't fucking hold me to that. You can get them at Pat's. How many Pat's Taco Bell... How many Taco Bell locations would you would you guess? I will go with... This is a dumb question. There's, like, a possible you'll know, but... I'm going to go with 25,000 stores. There's only 7,000. Oh. That's still a huge number. But then you think about McDonald's and Subway. McDonald's is 38,000. Just in this country. Just in this country. McDonald's, or excuse me, Subway is 41,000. There's more Subway than McDonald's? Yeah. By the way, you see Subway just came out with their their own McRib? Oh, gross. I know. (laughs) Like... I fucking hate Subway so much that they have like a McRib thing, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna eat it. I'm not gonna try it. It actually briefly crossed my mind the other day. I was looking for food, and um, oh, that brings me to another fucking story. I got to get into. Oh no, this is world. I'm sorry, this is world. Oh, okay, all right. Those numbers that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I feel like forty one thousand in America. That's huge. What like gas? I don't know. I mean, this sound that. There's 50 states. Could be a thousand states. You know that's true. Yeah. All right. I want to see what it is in America. Anyway, so you were saying Subway has McRib. Yes. I hate Subway. I can't eat that shit. So I almost pulled into a Subway the other day because we were at where the fuck were we? So the YMCA or something? No. Was it that? (laughs) It was a family day in Winthrop. okay? Okay. And. It was on a lake, and it's like a big YMCA camp there. Yep. Like a summer camp, and it's awesome. Like, it looks cool as hell. I'm sure the kids fucking love it. So mm-hmm. there's a family day there today, and the only families that showed up were my family. Yep. And someone that the woman works with's family. Okay. We're the only two families there. Yep. The paper showed up to cover it. <laughs> like the Central Maine, whatever the Central Maine paper is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. What is that, Kenny Beck? One of those. Journal. It was like Central, I, I can't remember. I And I want to make sure I... I get well. I'm not really that worried about getting the paper right, but whatever. I think it's Kenwick kind of Journal. Um, but it was called like the Maine Central Maine something or something. Whatever. 
Like this is like a Waterville paper. I don't know. Anyway. So there's two families there. It's my family and my woman's friend's family. Centralmain.com, maybe? That's like a print paper because I, I bought it. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, and so I wasn't there for the majority of it because oh, is it the Morning Sentinel? I think that's the okay. One. Yeah. There we go. I think. I mean, they're all they're all together. Yeah, they're it's all, all the one. The same, it's all yeah, one so. conglomerate. Anyway, one of those papers. Yeah. Sent a reporter coverage. So it was my mm-hmm. family and this other family. <laughs> yeah. And um, I wasn't there most of the morning because I was playing golf in Belgrade. So I drove from Belgrade to there after I was done. And apparently the 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 reporter that covered it so interviewed the woman and interviewed her friend. And the woman and Izzy weren't wearing masks. The friend's family was wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And the woman's a nurse practitioner. Right? Okay. <laughs> so was her friend. And um, they had quotes and shit and, like, pictures of both families and yeah. shit. And they only the only they only use the pictures from their family because they're wearing masks, <laughs> and only use their quotes because their family's afraid of COVID. <laughs> and they didn't fucking mention like my my woman who's a nurse practitioner was mm. you know wasn't like saying like COVID's not real about her she had like a little different take on it sure and they completely ignored her and completely and didn't have any pictures of them because they weren't wearing a mask and they had. <laughs> So I got a little firsthand experience. Hey, there with, you go. With how things are covered. Not that we don't rail on that every day here, yeah, but even that's something funny. as small as that's that. That's pretty funny to be in part to be yeah, part of one too. Something as small as that. Hey, you could have guessed that too, didn't you? There's two families there, so clearly yeah. most people didn't show up anyway. Out, right, of, out sure. of worries from COVID. Right. right? Of course. So, but yeah, so there are two families. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only quote they used of the woman was like, oh, it's nice to be able to do something that feels normal or something. Yeah. That's as close as you can that get. Was, that was about <laughs> as racy as they were going to get on that. Yeah. That is funny. I mean, this thing's outdoors on a lake. No reason to be wearing a mask, right? I do. I don't know. Like, who do you ask anymore? Like what's like? I just found out the mask that I wear doesn't even work, right? So masks don't work. Period. So, so. What works? Nothing. Bubbles stay, work. Staying home works. Right. Yeah. yeah. Bubbles, bubbles stay at home, mm-hmm. but no one, no one stayed home. So right. So like every time someone tweets at you, wear a mask. Be like, you just tweet back, stay the fuck home, because staying home, you know they they had a massive protest rally in California. A lot of people wearing masks, and they had a massive COVID outbreak. Clear masks don't fucking work if you're on top of people. So. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. So shut I mean, the fuck up with the masks already. Like, it's so, really, it's social distancing and bubbles that matter. It's not the mask. The mm-hmm. mask is fucking trivial at this point. I, yeah, I mean, listen, I wear a mask every day, wherever I go, blah, blah, blah. I obviously. wear mine too, but. Yeah, you know, everyone's, but I don't oh. need, I don't need the sports world, uh, the sports writing community telling me to wear a mask. Like, do you think that actually helps or hurts? When everyone is just trying to tell, I do too. I think it hurts when you when you blatantly ignore the other side of it. It hurts, you know. When you're not gonna, if you're gonna lecture people wear a mask, mm. also lecture people to stay home, right? To not protest, to not be out in mass. I mean, do both things, and that's the whole problem with all of this. Like you ignore one side because it doesn't fit your narrative, and you push the other, and then your you know that other narrative loses its credibility because you don't you don't discuss the other part of it. So I think that's like. 
how everything's dealt with now. So even something that's true or maybe true or good or maybe good gets discarded because you're also not, you know, being honest about the other side of things. Sure. So all of it loses its credibility. Yeah, and, and like you said, I mean, there's just no there's no sides anymore. I mean, fuck. The, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. I'm a moderate, and they're trying to tell me that Kamala Harris is a moderate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Really? Okay. Like, it's, it's moderates have no chance in the world if no one wants to actually like try to learn what what that even means. Like just because you're a moderate Republican or moderate Democrat, well, you're doesn't all right if that. you're any kind of Republican. Right. That's so. true. You are right. You're right. Uh, so did, according to the media, anyway, a moderate is someone who's how much would it suck to be moderately left? Yeah. I mean, that's how, how much would it <laughs> suck to be, how much would it suck to be a a uh, like a like a female Republican. Where you're told you're like a traitor to your gender. Or a black Republican. Well, sure, yeah, yeah. a traitor I mean, to your race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. That would suck. But that's why the news, that's why people, like, people always indignant and wonder why Trump has been able to hold on and, and you know, mm-hmm. has, is, uh, has a popular base. Because of you assholes. That's why. Because every day... You don't. You only look right. at one side of things, so you actually make him stronger by ignoring the other side. It's just ridiculous. Right. You should like, just let him. You should just let him fail in office. Right. But instead, like, <laughs> and, yeah, instead you of ridiculous yeah. narratives, and you and, and you blatantly disregard half the story, and so no one listens. Nope. I mean, like, didn't Jim Acosta say the other day that it wasn't that no one ever proved that Obama's campaign spied on? Oh, I don't know. On Trump. He said that on yeah. CNN, and there's. I mean, that definitely happened because there's Pfizer warrants that gave them permission to do it. <laughs> so what do you mean, right? So if you're gonna if you're gonna blatantly lie in the news every day, and you're only gonna present one side, and you're gonna sensationalize everything that fits your narrative, and you're gonna ignore everything that doesn't, then you just people are gonna they're just not gonna listen. Like sure. there's no yeah. yeah. So now if you watch CNN, it's because you want to hear what they're saying. If you watch Fox, it's because you want to hear what they're saying. But there's no like real attempt to like you know. Present the news. Well, you know, it's funny. You you asked me the other day. You asked me the other day. You know, do you even watch the news anymore? And and I thought, like, I was going to give a quick answer, but I thought about it. I don't. I don't watch nightly news. I don't watch local news. Well, and I would say this. I would probably pay more attention to local news if we weren't on the air. Like, I would might if I was making dinner or something like that. I might have oh, the right, local news in the background. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I mean. Just in that regard. And. Uh, you know, I like a lot of the local people. So, but would I watch NBC Nightly News or something like that? No. What do I watch CNN? Nope. Do I watch Fox News? Of course not. Do I watch MSNBC? Give me a break. I don't watch anything anymore, dude. I don't. I don't watch any news on television anymore. None. I don't either. I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, all the time. I watch a little bit, like on election night. Hell, I barely watch sports news anymore. I just, right. It's usually just game. We're always just looking for games. I mostly. turn on cable news if there's like. Um, an election, absolutely, yep, <laughs> or something really fucked up happened. Well, sure. If there's yeah. a if there's a massive if there's breaking news, and I don't mean CNN's definition of breaking news. When, right. Like there's no, like actually j- really breaking happened. news. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You turn it on and just to see and what's up. Bob. Y- yeah, you you see the horror of it, but yeah, like on a nightly. I used to no. just have that shit on in the background all the time. Can you imagine informing yourself like. Wh- well, it's not true. You know what? I, I do watch. I watch CNBC. I watch Squawk Box. Well, but that's but that's, but that's mostly but financial that's, news. That's stock yeah. stuff. That's, yeah, that's, that's mostly financial news. news. There's no. Yeah. You know, I mean. Right. And honestly, when they start getting political, I usually turn it off. Right. 
Yeah, because the news, I mean, the But that stays pretty stock financial. News is pretty, it is what it is. I mean, we know what it yeah. is. Yeah. They're reporting on financial stuff. I mean. Right. See, you know, the what's the impact to the financial market? Oh. Whatever the case might be. So there you go. There's there's my there's yeah, my but watching that's it, though, of news. Right? That's I mean, it. that's the that's the whole thing. And then so. you you and then essentially what I do is I have the I have a subscription to the Wall Street Journal. Right. And I basically filter everything I want to read that's on Twitter. Like, I'm not going to read that from that source. I'm not going to read that from that source. No, and then, you know, in the wildly na- changing narratives from mm-hmm. week to week where, you know, they, I mean, the people that are brainwashed are going to believe whatever they're told right. by either side are, are probably going to roll with it. But the rest of us, when, like, your narrative changes completely from one week to the next because it no longer fits what you've been pushing. I mean, I don't think a lot of, like, smart people, I, I don't know, uh, I'll, I think there's a lot of smart people that don't that understand what's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I yeah. mean, yep. And then uh, sadly, there's a lot of people that don't. But no, you're right. But if you get off of Twitter, I think there's a lot of people that understand what's happening. I think you know. No, I do too. On Twitter, you just have fun. I do too. And I actually think well, I think what's good, and I usually I usually don't look at this shit very strongly, but I think this is kind of I think this is a, in a different light. And what I mean by that is. I typically don't look at endorsements from like celebrities or people like that. Oh, I, I never take that shit seriously. But what I do see, though, are more and more celebrities, doesn't matter what side, who are getting more and more impatient with the direction that media is going in. And a lot of a lot of comedians. Oh, well, yeah. And a lot of others who are seeing what direction this is going in, man. And it's going to be dangerous to them, too. They might be whatever political side they're on. They're seeing they're seeing what this is possibly going to do. Yeah, I mean. The narratives being pushed, I mean, the thought control and like the. It's ridiculous, man. You know, the, the yeah. communism is rising in this country. Like, how the <laughs> fuck is that happening? Right. You know? And that's because the media is complicit in that. I of mean, course. So, yeah, it's fucked up. But I think, again, this, this, this election is going to be interesting because clearly, you know, the noise on social media would, would definitely make you believe that Biden's going to crush Trump. But, man, there's a lot of people out there that don't want to live in that world. And I don't even think, and again, whether it's a referendum against Trump or the left generally, that's going to be interesting to to see because Biden's a nothing candidate. I mean, Biden is clearly demented, right? I mean, no one ex- even I don't think he's in good even shape. Even CNN doesn't expect him to right. make it through his first. They term. all keep saying like if and when, right? So yeah, Kamala C- Harris CNN's press president. release was yeah. if and when Kamala Harris becomes president. Yeah. So I I think there's a lot of people like that- Kamala Harris should be able to debate Trump. Right. Well, and then <laughs> and it's going to be interesting, like. How does Kamala Harris defend that she thinks Joe Biden's sexual assault accuser is telling the truth? <laughs> yeah, how does, that'll be. How does she run with someone like that? That'll right? be some very good. She that'll seg- be some very good political. Uh, she called him shifting. a. She called him a segregationist. Oh, I know. Yeah, and that he hung out yeah. with segregationists mm-hmm. and stuff. So I mean, all I mean, if I'm if I'm if I'm the other side, all I'm running are campaigns of, of things she said about Biden. That's well, my I'm, entire I'm campaign. sure. I mean, I'm sure the Trump campaign will start those ads. I'm that sure would be my entire yeah. campaign with I her. Mean, basically, if she, you know, I believe Joe Biden's sexual assault yeah. accuser. I yep. and calling him a segregationist, yeah. all the other stuff I said about was, him. It was during debates, right? Yeah, yeah, you just run that, mm-hmm. and then I run the clip of Tulsi eviscerating. Oh, they'll run that a lot, Kamala. And yeah. I mean, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Oh, actually, I've already seen that out already. Yeah, not no, necessarily. No, no, I, I don't think it was Twitter. an ad, but I think Twitter yeah. just had it trending. But if you have. If this this see, and that's what's going to be weird or uh, interesting about this election, this election is not going to be about 
I mean, you're going to have your Trump supporters that are hardcore, and you're going to have your far left that's hardcore. And then everyone else in the middle is going to have to choose between the odious Trump, right, and, like, some of the shit he stands for, or uh, certainly people that, that follow him represent, and this insane move on the left to, you know, inch or maybe not inch, but, you know, maybe more than that, get closer to, like, socialism or communism or whatever the fuck they're talking about, and all this other, like, really wacky leftist shit that's going on, and you have to defund the police movement. Cities are getting much more violent. So it'll be interesting to see, like, which way people go on this. Can they stomach Trump for another four years, or are they willing to? I mean, because if you take the example that what the life is going to be like from the last six months, and to throw COVID out of it for a second, because I don't even know if people are going to be voting on COVID. And that's, oh, I think a lot of people will be. Well, and, that, and that's going to be interesting yeah. to see how people read that, too, right? Mm-hmm. Because who knows? Right. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, I no who, who knows how people sure. place blame on that, right? Right. But, um, you know, if you're talking, and, and, and you know, the media's make a big, made a big effort to not cover the Portland riots, and after the feds left, they're still rioting. There's no coverage of it at all. What happened in Chicago the other day, you have a lot of violence in the streets in these bigger cities. It'll be interesting to see, like, this. I think it is a referendum vote, vote and it's on... Can you stomach Trump for another four years, or are people willing to go in the other direction that they've seen for the last six months? I don't know. I think the left has really hurt themselves with all this shit for the last three or four months. I think they have, too. I think it could have been a slam dunk um, election if they had a better candidate, too. And He's a horrible candidate. Right. It's, and Kamala's it's, even worse. Right. It's just ridiculous that at the end of the day, you know, they are, are still basically throwing up the candidate that they all claim they never want to have, the old white man. So it's right. just it's hilarious in, in that regard. The Dems have and a career f- police person, too, right. in Kamala. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and a cop. <laughs> Defunding the police, really? Yeah. Kamala, okay. And a cop, um, okay. This is a four-year process. They had four years to get someone together to try to take down Trump, and they did the worst possible job, and... That's the only reason I think it's 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 uh, a possibility. I still think it will be Biden. I still th- I still believe it's going to be the protest vote against Trump. But uh, we'll see, man. There's a long way to go. It's only it's only August. <laughs> it's only yeah, August. I think this is an ideological election, really. Uh, maybe I don't know. Like, I don't even look at it as much. I don't even look at it as an ideological election, though. Why me. not? Because I don't think that I don't think it'll ever get to the, that point. I think there will always be that pushback. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. I mean, but the problem is. I, the snapback, if it's you know really bad. Oh sure, yeah, is horrifying. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but the country does. Yeah. I mean, this country, in the past anyway, has found a way to sort of moderate itself, right? I mean, it does usually, usually yeah. neither party's really ever fully in control mm-hmm. of anything, and mm-hmm. you know, usually the incumbent party after the second election loses, right? I mean, like fucking Gore couldn't win off. Clinton's coattails. And it would be the easiest thing ever. And, you know, who fucking lost? Oh, Hillary couldn't win <laughs> off of Obama's coattails, right? right? So, yeah. I mean, imagine that. So that's, I mean, that's how we roll as a nation. Mm. And that's, you know, and, and so we'll see. But, man, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine people um, wanting what the example has been set for the last six months to, like, be there. Now, we're in Maine, so we don't do a lot of this stuff, but... Like, if you're in New York, um, you know, do you really want, like, lawlessness? And <laughs> do, you I, want, do you want your apartment that you bought for, like, $2 million a few years ago to be worth $500,000? Right, but I think you're going to have a lot. I think you're missing that a lot of people are going to be blaming Trump for a lot of problems. 
I think people who are already on the left will because no, I think there's a lot of people that are in the middle too. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't, yeah, I, but I think that's have where to, you I and I. Yeah, I mean, le- you and I are going to disagree yeah, on this. I we think you'd have to lean that way naturally to to blame like Chicago burning itself down and, and defunding the police on Trump. I mean, right? But, I, but again, are, you're you're assuming all... you're assuming people care about that. I oh like oh, you're, you're oh, assuming like that care that there's that there's violence in, in the cities and stuff. Right? Do you, do you think most people in America care what's going on in streets in Chicago? Well, I don't. The population is mostly in big cities, so right. But do you think, think that, okay? Do you think someone think that, in New York City cares about what's going on in Chicago? I think they care what's going on in the Upper West Side of New York, right? Sure, now, which is unlivable. Right, but that's New York. I mean, I'm saying Chicago. Right, but I'm saying everyone in big cities experiencing the same stuff. So it'll be interesting to see. If right, the, but who are people in cities going to vote for, dude? They're going to vote blue. May, yeah, I mean, I think probably that's the case. Yeah. But I, you know, it'll be interesting to see if people. That um, you know that live near cities, which would be like you know most of the, most of the, yeah, but I don't know what it is yeah. most of like the suburban sprawl near a city. Yeah, work in the city. Sure, I I think it'd be well, like, it, like, like like let, let's say I lived in suburban Connecticut, like mm-hmm. where I grew up. Yeah, and I was raising a family there, and I saw what was going on in New York. Mm-hmm. That would be threatening to me. Yes, mm-hmm. and Stanford's a pretty big city too. So. Uh, but I would, yeah, I would. That would that would worry me, especially if I had to commute to New York every day. Well, that's Trump's. That's what Trump's going for. He, he's even said it. it's the suburban housewives, man. That's the vote he's got to win. And if he wins that, then that's probably well, a pretty good. Because he's path got the him. suburban husbands, probably for the most. For part. the most part, yeah. yeah. He's got so, my street. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think like if, if you're, if if you live in the the greater area of a city, mm-hmm. and that's and that city's part of your life, which I think it is for a lot of people that live in like the sprawl of Boston, sure. or the sprawl of New York, or the sprawl of any of these places, I think those people might be very threatened by what's going on. I mean, you know, my sister lives on the Upper West Side. I don't know like what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I mean, there's homeless people everywhere. There's there's people ODing on the streets. There's people shitting in the streets. Like, you know, Upper West Side used to be a super nice neighborhood. When Giuliani cleaned up New York before that, mm-hmm. it was unlivable like right. it is now. So yeah. if you're seeing that regression over time, too, I mean, if it regresses to the point where you have large parts of urban areas that are, you know, go back to what it was like in the 70s, um, you know, people's attitudes will change, too. <laughs> sure, sure. But I just again, I think there is a lot of damage by Trump in a lot of people's minds over the last four years. And the question is. Are they do they want him being the face of America for the next four years, or are they more worried about the direction the country's going? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think that's the it's a great that's question. the question that's mm-hmm. going to be answered. Yeah. by this. And like It'll you said, which way we live in Maine, so we have really no. We're pretty lucky, man. Yeah. Like we don't have a lot of COVID. We don't have any race right. riots. Yeah, like we're right. You know, yeah. I think they got a little rowdy. Not they like the kids got a little rowdy and broke a few windows at Urban Outfitters or something. But I think oh was, yeah, I think yeah. that, that was, was the height. Of, it was like a three day thing. That was the yeah. height of our civil unrest mm-hmm. here. So, yeah. um, and there were like seventeen marches in Cape Elizabeth. <laughs> there was too. <laughs> uh, well, only the wokest of the woke can possibly understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah, holy fuck! I've already called. I've already called the election for Trump on my road. Oh, out your way, definitely. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely my road. <laughs> it's like 90% signs already. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, up in Waterville, it's, you mm. know, I'd see one Biden sign for every, you know, 30 Trump signs. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We've, I don't, 
think I've seen one in Buxton. Yeah, but again, I mean that's not surprising at all. I mean right. that, those are those are always going to be red. Yeah, and again, you're never going to win like the ideological argument with people who already believe. Like, right. if you if yeah. you ask someone who already believes, well, why is it that in cities that have been run by liberals for sixty years, mm-hmm. you have all these issues? How is that somehow like someone else's fault? Oh, now right? you care though? Huh? Now you care? Oh no, it's funny that now you care right. about that Javier. That's what you'll get. Right. Yeah. It's like, wait, Funny that you care now. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like, what do you mean? Well, like, no, yeah, this has been a problem about it a lot. for 60 right. years. Like, you know, there's a why didn't documentary called Chirac for a reason? Right, exactly. Why didn't why didn't um, all these liberal states outlaw chokeholds and shit a long time ago? Why is this somehow the boogeyman, the unknowable, unseeable, uh, s- systemic racism boogeyman, white boogeyman out there that's like this figment of your imagination that you can blame everything on? Well, in the place where you were in charge. You didn't get rid of any of this stuff, so how's that somehow the boogeyman's fault, right? Mm-hmm. But you're never gonna win that argument. You're never gonna on either side. You're never gonna convince someone that believes, and people now believe in their politics almost on a religious level. Yeah, and that's what, I and mean, that's why at this point, and that's know? what makes me disappear from politics is that it's it's no fun because there's just two sides that right. refuse to debate anymore. And like, if you don't, if you're not in one of those sides, you're just you have no voice. The city of Portland, Oregon, hasn't had a Republican mayor since 1956. I'm surprised it's been that short a period. <laughs> so, like, whatever issues they're talking about, dude, liberals have run your fucking state and your fucking city for, like, 65, 70 years at this point. What, What is... Well, it's who are just, you mad at? Yeah, like, I, again, it's never even going to be mentioned. Of course not. Uh, all right, you want to lighten the mood here? Let's do it. Talk some, some uh, listener questions. We've got a bunch this week. Actually, we got a ton this week. Uh, listener questions. If you want to hit us up, you can hit us up on Twitter at BStrengthPod, on Insta at BStrengthPod, and uh, email BruteStrengthPod at gmail.com. Should also oh, mention. Quick, I just want to yeah. mention one thing because we were talking about like media coverage and stuff yeah. and how things go. The media ignoring this five year old kid getting shot in the head for riding his bike on a dude's lawn. Dude happened to be black. And. Like yeah, I just read about I just read about it for the first time ign- today. Ignored it. Yeah, yeah today was his funeral. You <laughs> imagine if the races were reversed? Oh God! If a awful. white dude yeah. shot some five year old sure. black kid for riding yeah. his bike through his yard, mm-hmm. and so that's what I, I was talking about earlier. If you're going to be the news, report everything, put it all out there, paint a realistic picture of what's going on, and then and actually you probably have less incidents like this because you wouldn't be stirring up hatred and violence every fucking minute of every fucking day. Right. Sure. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, you can also grab T-shirts at HobbsAndDanks.SellMyTees.com and all that fun stuff. All right, let's get to some questions here. Well, let's start with um, at Adam Outdoors. When golfing, Hobbs, Indica or Sativa? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Honestly... Probably the sativa, right? It's a little gives you a little bit more energy. Yeah. Whereas indica is yeah. a little bit more like the yeah. intellectual slowdown. Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to think too much. I want to think enough, but not too mm-hmm. much. I know it's a tough call, but I guess I'll go sativa. At Corey underscore Sagan. Hey guys, who's the better sports role model? Chaz Michael Michaels or Jackie Moon? It's gotta be Jackie Moon. Owns the team too, right? So he's he's an entrepreneur. He runs the marketing. I mean, he did fight a bear. Maybe that's not a great role model to have. No, that's that makes but, it better. Or, okay, so 
He's good in the post. Well, but Chaz is like the the life story of overcoming hardship and the comeback and everything. That's true. You know, a little bit more adversity. Comfortable with the sexuality, he can sure he can yeah he can skate with another dude, not being threatened by mm-hmm. it. So that's that's a pretty positive message, I would say, right? Oh, and he I don't know, but the Jufro though, <laughs> and he does hit rock bottom. He does right because Chaz Michael Michaels is Blades of Glory, right? Yes. Yeah. So he hits rock bottom. Right? That's how he Jackie he's, Moon loses the team too, doesn't he? That is true. Doesn't he? Or does he have to Does he have to sell or something like I thought he had to like sell the team or even though they won, they had to get rid of the team. I can't remember now how that movie ended. I feel like I have a better handle on Chaz's story. How but, about how about but this? Chaz overcomes drunkenness, self loathing and pity. He goes to the bottom and rises back to the top. I mean it's pretty good. All right, how about this? Would you rather have And he bangs that incredibly hot figure skating chick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh the, the Spurs coach offers and well no. Oh, that's right. He becomes assistant commissioner of marketing and uh, as a marketing director. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm going job jazz all day. Yeah, I think you're right. What about um, Monix, who is uh, who the fuck is that? Act? Why can't I think of that actor's name? Monix. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Ed Monix in that mo- in in Semi Pro. Would you rather? Who's the better role model, Monix or Billy Hoyle from White Man Can't Jump? Oh, well, no one's worse than Billy Hoyle. <laughs> <laughs> the gambler. Yeah, I mean, no one's worse than that dude, right? right? I mean. How to do hustling? Every, how to do everything wrong by <laughs> Billy Hoyle. <laughs> I made that one up. I love that. I like that. Uh, JCL Morgan, will you see a multi-sport professional athlete in the next decade, limited to the top-level team sports? Man, I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. The media scrutiny. I mean, I guess if you are just uber, uber talented and two, but even like Kyler Murray had no chance. Well, he was a quarterback, though. You'd never see it. Yeah, but do you do. think Kyler like, tries to play baseball when he turns like when he's getting around 30? Oh, but is that multi-sport? Would he still be playing football? Mm-hmm. Would the NF, would the football team allow it? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if a quarterback's going to be allowed to do that. I mean, he's making $50 million bucks a year. They might right. tell him to fuck off. Like, if Kyler, like, what if Kyler Murray was... Because doesn't Russ go, like, spring training with the Mariners or something? Every he does year? do that, yeah. yeah. But if, let's say, Kyler Murray was a cornerback, would, would he be able to? Probably. Maybe. That's a good question. I mean, I think uh, that's hard to predict anyway, but I think it's possible. I mean, unlikely, but possible. Who's the last one? Was it Was Bo? it Deion Jordan? Or Deion, were those the last guys? Or, uh, oh, Brian Jordan. So Brian Jordan. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Jordan, because he was after uh, Dion, right? I think he was. So maybe Brian Jordan. He was pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Good baseball player. Yeah. yeah. Chris Winkie doesn't count, right? <laughs> Drew Henson. Drew Henson, yeah. A lot of those guys. <laughs> a lot of those do you guys. Think, do you think we'll see it? I don't know. It's a good question because sports has changed so much. I don't, you know, maybe like hockey and golf. Yeah, he said team sports, though, so that's what he was saying. Oh, okay. Hockey and golf would be a good one. Yeah, like PGA. But you wouldn't be able to get a lot of tournaments in. That's the only problem. Well, you'd get – well, that's true because the fucking season's so fucking long. But what about, like uh, – What could – no, you couldn't – well, probably not. But what about someone like 
um, like Steph Curry being able to. But how would he play golf? No, but I just well, being, like what if he's the NBA? They'll let him do whatever fuck he wants. Well, I was I was going to say what if he was able to uh, you know qualify for some tournament in the summer? Well, he could like maybe that. the Open or actually hell they could. He's, why doesn't a tournament just give him a? Uh, what you gonna call it? They probably exempt. They probably think it's like gimmicky and they don't want to do that. Fuck, I do it now. <laughs> yeah, although I mean they're fucking. I, the problem is the NBA is playing basically through and through. I'm just simply saying that I'm surprised that you haven't seen like with Tony Romo every year he would try to qual as a player would try to qualify. I just don't for think the US I don't Open. think they want to like lower their yeah themselves to like gimmicky getting people mm-hmm. in from other sports kind of thing. You know? Though Tony Romo did play what a tournament last year, but he qualified, didn't he? No, I think he was an exempt. Was it a pro am or something, or was it? It a- was a small tournament. It was like a small PGA tournament. You know, remember when the or you know how the season starts in like fucking October for yeah. some reason? I think it was one of those. Okay. No, that wouldn't make sense because he'd be working. Well, no, he might have been. Is he still playing football? No, it was last year. So, oh, must have been in the summer last year. Maybe it was. Yeah, I no. could easily look it up, but whatever. Uh, at Rye Twenty One K, hey, strictly for defensive ranks. Rank these guys in order that you would draft them in the prime, of course. Sean Taylor, Brian Dawkins, Ed Reed, Ronnie Lott. Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, Ronnie Lott, Brian Dawkins. Man, I would probably do the same. I don't know. Maybe you could go Ed Reed, Ronnie Lott, Sean Taylor, but really either way, whatever. Um, I mean, Sean Taylor didn't play that long, but. Right, and certainly by no fault of his own. Yeah, Brian Dawkins. Eli, I would Brian not Dawkins put Brian Dawkins. Easily, like, and I love Brian Dawkins, but he's easily fourth on that list. Yeah. Easily. It's not close. Ed Reed's best safety of all time. Ronnie Shot. Lott was probably the best safety of all time before that. And he was a corner. Yeah. So he was he was really good. And and played with half a thumb. Yes, cut off his finger. So that's really good. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think Sean Taylor's better than Dawkins. Hmm. What would you? What do you want? Dawkins third? Is that your problem? I thought Taylor, but like, hold on again. I know, Fucking microphone, dude. Well, it's your guys' podcast. That's I okay. would just put Dawkins ahead of Taylor, but like you guys said, it's not Taylor's fault that his career wasn't long. So like that's why. Wait, did you say it's your guys' podcast? But is the show ours too, or is that yours as well? Because you talk, show you talk perfectly on fine on there. I mean, I was. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Eli's respecting his boundaries. Dude. That's good. Yes. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Like um, you guys said, though, it's not Taylor's fault. His career wasn't long enough. Right. But so that's the only reason I put Dawkins over him. But when you broke it down like that, you're probably right. The Dawkins I, is last. Okay. I just felt like he's a stud. Yeah. Your your reaction was a little strong for like third or fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Reed and Lon- and Ed, Ed Reed and Ronnie Law definitely yeah. ahead of Dawkins. Like, Ed Reed's greatest safety of all time. Yeah. I I think I, I, really I think I agree. All yeah. that close either. Every fucking used to score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Man. He was so <laughs> awesome all the time. At Dave nine three eight eight five eight one eight. Yeah, does that mean Dave was like the nine millionth Dave, or it's his phone number? <laughs> <laughs> that would be impressive. Uh, what pisses you off the most about driving around Portland? It's easy, dude. It's bikers. Oh, good call. Because yeah. I was going to say really nothing because. 
we don't have traffic, but right, yeah. I mean, honestly, if <laughs> if you're looking at it that way, there's no traffic. But bikers suck. I do hate bikers. Yeah, uh, the I majority of bikers don't follow the rules, so fuck you. And I hate dickhead biker that like full Armstrong. I'm entitled to the whole lane. Oh yeah, no, you're no, not, you're not, dude. Your bike's tiny and it weighs four pounds. And you know what drives me crazy? My truck's huge. I will tell you one thing that is is it's so peak Portland, you know, Back Bay. Uh, they close it off in the summer on Sundays from like a certain time for to be able to bike and walk walk on that. What's right next to that road? Well, it's the, the fucking right, the walk, goddamn pathway. The, the path. Yeah. Why do you need to where close you bike and walk? Why do you need to close? It's the, street? the most fucking Portland thing I, ever. I just take Izzy and walks there all the time, which is baby. Right. You know what roads are? Roads for cars. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus Christ! That is fucking brutal. I didn't know that. That's fucking. Oh god, it used to drive me crazy. I would scream in the car when I would see the uh, blockade. Dude, I live like literally five minutes from downtown Portland. I don't know the last time I went to downtown. <laughs> uh, this is at Yeah I Fish, or as I like to call him, whiny bitch Green Bay Packer fan. Why do you guys shit on Rogers so much and give Dak such a pass? Okay, Rogers been in the league for forty six years. <laughs> Dak's been in the league for five minutes, so. Um, I think that's an important distinction. But I will say this. Dak has to win at some point, but he's only one Super Bowl behind Aaron Rodgers. He's got a long way to go. Dak also does not – and it go, kind of goes to your point, Javier, that Dak's only been in the league – or yeah, Dak's only been in the league for a few years is the fact that Aaron Rodgers, we could just keep being told, is the greatest of all time. Well, now Aaron Rodgers is getting close to 40, and he still only has one trip to the Super Bowl. And he's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Like what? He is a whiny what bitch. What about that? Don't you understand? Like, right. He's a fucking asshole. He puts up a number one to try to fool you while he can't drink a fucking beer. Well, that's brutal. And he's a fucking asshole who's had problems now with both head coaches that he has. Mm-hmm. He hated McCarthy. He fucking absolutely deep sixed your team to get him out of there. And now he fucking hates Lafleur, and that's gonna be a problem. Why do you think they drafted Jordan Love? Do you think they drafted Jordan Love? Because Rodgers and LaFleur get along well and see eye to eye and that LaFleur wants Rodgers to be their starting quarterback for any length of time? No, clearly not. So um, Rodgers has fallen short a million times. How many times has the Green Bay Packers been the team to beat in the NFC? How many times have they lost at home in the playoffs? How many times has Rodgers had a good enough team to go to a Super Bowl and not even come close? All of that plays into it. Honestly, Rodgers' most signature plays are a bunch of bullshit, lucky fucking Hail Marys. I mean, that's really... What I think of when I think of Aaron Rodgers, and I defend Rodgers as statistically one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but he doesn't fucking win when it matters. So, you know, Dak still has a long way to go. Uh, Dak threw for over 300 yards a game last year, almost 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 picks. But now he's in the spot where he's got to go win one. And, you know, we'll see if he can, if he's ever going to be that guy. Um, but, again, Dak was a fourth-round pick, no one th- or third or fourth-round pick, whatever he was, and no one puts him in the can. The argument about Dak is, is he any good? Mm. The argument with Rodgers is, is Rodgers the greatest of all time, which he fucking clearly is. He's not even close. So even within like the spectrum which you discuss the two guys, most of the people I argue with about Dak are trying to tell me Dak isn't even any good. It's not like whether or not Dak's one of the five greatest quarterbacks of all time, right. which is the argument we're having about Rodgers all the time. So mm-hmm. even the, like the scope... And the spectrum in which you argue about these guys is completely different. If Dak ever wins the Super Bowl as a third or fourth round pick, that's going to be an incredible achievement. And I think if he's going to be a top guy, he has to eventually get his team there. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that think Dak sucks. He's not really number one quarterback. So that's 
that's the argument that Dak is all day a legit number one quarterback in the NFL. Now, will he ascend to be one of the greatest of all time? That's going to take Super Bowls. But that's the argument that people have been having about Rodgers forever, and Rodgers has exactly one more Super Bowl ring than Dak Prescott does. Mark and Rockland, hey, guys, love the show. Keep it up. Pats suck. Nice. First, Blair calls EEI and Ben Maller, but I haven't heard him ever get on Dan Patrick or Jim Rome. Why do you think that is, and can you guys try and point him in that direction? <laughs> There's no fucking way he's going to ever get through to Rome, dude. He'll never get on Rome. No, uh, I know Rome isn't, isn't either of your favorites, but you have to admit that's an entertaining call. Second, what are your favorite to least favorite national shows on the Big Jab and why uh, between Dan Patrick, Jim Rome, Ben Maller, Jason Smith, and uh, Bruce Art Parker? What's that show called? Odd Couple? Oh, that show sucks. That's the last. Man, yeah. it's terrible. That show's it's awful. That's a horrible show. Uh, I, um, I mean, I guess I'd put Ben Maller first. I've never listened to any. The only ones I've ever heard are the one after mm-hmm. ours, Rome, and Patrick. I've never listened to the Jason other Smith's a Jets fan. All right, so I'll put him first. There you go. I'm going to put Mallard first. Uh, I'll put Mallard second. Uh, and then I'd put, yeah, Jason Smith is fine. Then probably Patrick. No, probably Rome, Patrick, Broussard, Parker. I would probably go Rome, Patrick, too, because although I don't like Rome's show, I respect Rome. Mm-hmm. And I respect Absolutely. what he's done. Yeah. I respect how prepared he is. He's a man when it comes re- to that. I respect that he gets all kinds of college, like basketball and football coaches on mm-hmm. they've never heard of before. So I respect the work that Rome puts in. I really do, because... Again, I don't like his delivery or his show or his shtick at all, but sort of as a uh, admirer of the work, I think his work is, you know, he even like even his rants, like he's so prepared. You can tell he is always reading. Like Rome hasn't said anything off the cuff. No, he's going to read years. Yeah. He reads. Even his rants are are you know, written down. He's reading off a piece of paper for those. But again, uh, I respect like what he does, and he's solo, which is much harder to do. I mean. Then Patrick, the Patrick show to me is like the ultimate, like Good Morning America fluff job. Like <laughs> yes. they don't talk about anything. They're always drafting salsas. They're always fucking, you know, they're like the the six interns or wherever they are, always lobbing Patrick. Like, hey Dan, what's your favorite color? And then you know Dan's fucking hitting these like softball questions out of the park. And like when Dan had like Bobby Knight on and stuff, he didn't push back on him at all. I think like Dan doesn't. I, I don't. I was shocked that he didn't push back on Knight when Knight said everyone in Indiana should be dead, right? Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. So I, I think I think he's just kind of like you know, like fluffy Good Morning America, like brainless shit. Mm-hmm. And Rome is like a real sports show. I think like the the Patrick show is really like fucking. It's like Saturday morning cartoons. That's how I see it. Uh, Luke and Fayette, what's the worst thing you've accidentally said on air? I remember Hob dropping an F-bomb once during the PM jab after dark. It was hilarious. I mean, we've all said fuck on the air. I mean, that happens. Plenty of those. Yep. Other than that, I, I don't know. The worst one I've had was playing the Willie Beeman song on the – this you oh, weren't right. here for this. Yes. The, um, that song's great. The Willie Beeman song from Any Given Sunday, and in the middle it cuts out, and one somebody says something like, what the fuck you doing, motherfucker? And I didn't have the delay on, and all of it went out. <laughs> oh, remember? Not only that, thanks. Not that I, yeah. no, I had the delay on, but I for, I'd forgotten to push the button. Oh, so it rewound. So I pushed the button, and oh, it actually man. went out twice. Yep. So that's probably, and that was also during PM Jab After Dark. The other time was we were doing a live show at Bruno's, 
and the person running the board, we were playing hip hop songs on oh, Friday. Yeah. Played a song that had a very loud N bomb like go over distinctive the air. Distinctive N bomb yeah. went yeah. out over there. That air. was bad. Yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> that was a bad one too. <laughs> really great. What? And then I think I casually said shit on the air. I've done that before. A week or two ago, mm-hmm. and I didn't notice, and then I- No one, apparently no one did. Almost said it again, <laughs> and then you guys told me I'd already said it, right? Is that right, Eli? I don't think Danks was here. I think it was me and you. Oh, okay. And you were talking about Heim Bloom, and you were like, he probably thinks he's some hot shit GM. <laughs> and you, so you said that, and I like looked at you, and you didn't react. And then you said it again. You were like, oh. And then you, and I was like, you know you said that like five minutes ago, and you didn't do anything. And you were like, oh, really? And I was like, oh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. This, that does uh, happen. There's one recently. Yeah. Uh, Nick and Poland, favorite club on the course? Oh. It's probably my three hybrid. It's probably my favorite club. I think my four hybrid's my favorite club this year. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little year to year. I mean, I love hitting my driver. Sure. But I feel really good usually when I'm standing over my three hybrid. Mm-hmm. Real good. Uh, Sam in New Hampshire. Hey, guys, don't know if you listen to PMT, but they had Steve-O on earlier this week. It got me wondering. What's PMT and who's Steve-O? Uh, I'll, I'll read the question. I'll go back okay. to it. Uh, got me wondering, what were your favorite Jackass stunts if you oh, if you were a fan right. of Jackass? So it's Steve-O from Jackass. Okay, I know who Steve-O PMT is. PMT is part of my take. Uh, okay. Barstool. I actually did listen to that Wait, interview. so the Jackass guys are on Do a Barstool? No, he was just being in it. He was like a guest that day. Oh, oh It was okay. fucking hilarious. It, his Steve-O was just telling these incredible stories. Dude, I, I got to tell Man, you. Yeah, favorite stunts from Jack. First off, yes, we were definitely fans of Jackass. Jackass is literally so great. one of the funniest fucking things that's yep. ever happened. Yep. I, I love Jackass. It is 100% entertainment. Okay, well, there's a million that come to mind. One that immediately comes to mind is when they return the rental car after they took it to Smash Up Derby. <laughs> from the movie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they spray painted the number three what? on it. That's Honestly, that and I think this is the movie too when they go to the hardware store and take a shit in the, in the toilet. <laughs> like that's fucking amazing. Like it's horrible, and I feel so bad for the people who work there and the guys a complete dick for doing it. But yeah. holy fuck! That's I hope they funny. give him a bunch of money. That's I'm sure they like. I'm yeah. sure when they cut taping, they're mm. like, you know, I'm sure yeah. they take yeah. care of it. They pay yeah. everybody. Yeah. But that was fucking hilarious. Um, you know what I like? We actually watched it not too long ago because the clips on YouTube, but. When they are fucking around with the jet engine, <laughs> and they set up like it's that speaker commercial, the shit's flying everywhere. And Steve was just getting pelted, right? Like throwing shit. like tomatoes up there, just fucking land. It's hitting them at ninety five miles an hour. That are when they're doing high lie and they're fucking launching oranges at him on a high lie floor. Yeah, that's good. Um, what was the other one I was thinking? Oh, the one where it's one of their crew. I can't remember who it was, but they. They set up a stunt where the guy and his crew thinks that they're pretending that they're going to have like a, a kidnapping yep. and they're really fucking with a taxi cab driver, but mm-hmm. the taxi cab driver's in on it. Yep. And so it's part of the stunt. They make the dude like like put on a costume mm-hmm. and like give him this big beard and fucking the beards made all their pubes. <laughs> <laughs> so they put glue all over his face and they throw all these pubes on his face. So he's got this pube beard. <laughs> And so he goes through with the stunt thinking that, like, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, so he's got a fake gun. He's, like, pointing it at the taxi. He's like, get these motherfucker. And the taxi cab driver's kind of just, like, laughing at him right. and stuff. And he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on? And so 
they tell him that the fucking beards man have all their pubes. He's got them. He's got them all. He's got them all in his mouth and shit. That's awesome. <laughs> he was so pissed too. Like genuinely fucking. Pissed. It's like I know we like to fuck around stuff, but that's fucking. That's too far, man. Face is covered in fucking. Oh, did you see the one where they're all in the back? That's butt. like the Abraham Lincoln, yeah. right? Yes, that is the Abe Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the one where they're in the back of like a delivery truck? There's ten of them in there, and and there's hanging are like tasers oh, <laughs> or like really? prods. Sorry, so they're like driving around. Yeah, like that shit's funny. Yeah. Eli, did you ever watch that shit? No, you're it, not. It's funny, yeah. man. Like when they go. When they take the fucking shopping cart and like mm-hmm. jump them off ramps yep. and stuff, and yeah, I mean, I don't know how they're fucking alive. Half those guys. Well, he was saying in the interview that he Steve was like, no one, like no one understood how Johnny Knoxville could handle so much pain. Oh like, yeah, no one. He was really yeah. incredible. Yeah, that <laughs> was dressed. He was in full of the University of Tennessee football gear and was taking punts with no blocking. And USC players were just killing him. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was fucking hilarious. Just too. awful. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah, there's so many, man. So oh, there's one where Steve O, I think, mm. he's wearing a this one is so fucking gross, almost made me puke, but Steve O's wearing like a bubble helmet. Yep. And they get um whose dad was a big fat guy? Was that was, uh Bam Margera's dad. Okay, so yeah. they got him to take a shit. Yes. The, no, oh he talked about this one. In yeah. the bubble yeah. and he yeah. immediately pukes. Yes. Like, oh. <laughs> Again, like, so fucking gross and not even yeah. really all that cool, but mm-hmm. still fucking, I don't know why, but the most hilarious, it, it was That's just, really funny. it was all just funny. It was. Even when they, like, rolled bowling balls into each other's balls and mm-hmm. shit. Like, yeah, it was always funny. Like, super infantile, yeah. but, or when they dress up like the old guy, mm-hmm. and he'd do fucked up shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like on, skateboard like a motherfucker. On the street, like yeah, or he'd fuck with people, right, or, yeah. you yeah. know, take a dump or something, like. Or they just like jump out of a car naked and run down the street all tied up looking like they were like a kidnapping victim. <laughs> I just did all that, man. It was great. All right, we're going to. All right. And final question here. And I'm going to save the name for last because, well, you'll see why. If forced to eat at a buffet, what would it be? Suck at Eli. <laughs> <laughs> If I had to eat at a buffet, it would be because all buffets are equally disgusting. Mm-hmm. There's no delineation. No, no, you're not going to. I'm not saying you're going to find some salad bar buffet. No, we're right. talking like. Well, even that's gross. I know. I'm just. Yeah. There's pubes in that too, Danks. Oh, there's pubes everywhere. There's no way to. There are two things you can't guard against on the buffet. Pubes. Pubes. COVID now. Well, probably. Yeah. And then ball sweat. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have all the fucking barriers and bullshit in the world, but everyone's. Everyone's fucking, holding that handle, that dude. That same ladle. Yep. Everyone's mm-hmm. holding that same ladle to fucking get their ranch dressing. And someone before you scratched their balls and used that ladle. So keeping that in mind that all buffets are equally nasty, I will go strip club buffet because at least it'd be at a strip club. Oh, that is interesting. I like where you went there. Yeah. It's good. That's really good. <laughs> There is some upside to being there. I'm going to go breakfast buffet at a resort. Like a in the luxurious Caribbean. resort. 
I'll go uh, seventy dollar breakfast brunch at the it, Delano in Miami. Yeah, if not breakfast buffet, Eaton Park, Morgantown, West Virginia. From, oh. That's open from twelve to four a.m. Eaton Park, huh? Yes, it's like a worse version of Denny's. Dude, there's an Eaton Park. There used to, I think there used to be an Eaton Park up in Holton. Really? Yeah. Or it was something called like oh, okay. Eaton Park, yeah. or Park and Eat, or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a chain. Eaton Park's like a, yeah, it's like a shitty Denny's chain down okay. there. Okay, oh. all right. But they also they had a killer breakfast buffet at tw- from twelve to four a.m. Okay. Probably took about seven years off my life. Well, whatever. Yeah, it's bad years, anyways. Uh, Ship Club Buffet is not the end of the world, though. It's prime it's, rib. Yeah. There's always a little prime rib on there, right? Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Strip club buffet. That's a... <laughs> hey, listen, the uh, the buffet at uh at what should we call it in Atlanta must be fucking awesome sounds with those ri- those wings, dude. Sounds incredible. Yeah, it? yeah. So I go strip club buffet. What the fuck? I remember watching one of those real sex shows when I was a kid. That yeah. used to be on HBO, and it was about strip clubs in Atlanta. And apparently, like strip clubs in Atlanta are like really They're the well thing. known. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's one in yeah. the Girls, Girls, Girls song by Motley Crue. It's um. Mm. Which one's in Atlanta? Because they say something, the Telltale or something. One of them is, they specifically mention is Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do this? Would you go high-end steakhouse strip club, which they have in Florida? They have high-end steakhouse strip clubs? Yeah. So you go get like a steak and like a real meal, but it's also a strip club. <laughs> it's not a bad uh, business marketing plan, though. No, it really isn't. That's genius. Yeah. I'm trying to find that dollhouse in Fort Lauderdale, rocking in Atlanta at Tattletales. At the Tattletales. Yeah, there you go. I got it right. Yeah, <laughs> Tattletales. Freezing hell at the Seventh Vale. A Vale, yeah, Seventh Vale, yeah. This is so great. Yeah. Uh, when yeah, Luke- it's like the who's who of strip clubs. <laughs> like you, if you're in that song, you fucking made it as a strip club. I do like that every generation has a song about that just names off strip clubs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, White Club Jean had a good one. They're a beautiful. They had the I'm in love with the stripper song. And... I'm in love with the stripper. <laughs> yes, <That> song's awesome. <laughs> uh, we've all been there, though. You know why that song's great? Mm-hmm. Because we can all relate. Because sure. we've all fallen in love with a strip club <laughs> at some point in our lives and spent way more money than we were supposed to. But dude, you saw the way she was looking but at dude, me. Dude, this girl likes me. Yeah. So Fucking yeah. hot. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to get her number, dude. She's so fucking she hot. She said she was in law school. She's working way through law school. Yeah. It's third year medical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with the stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Any shit you want to do other than open oh, a uh, steakhouse it, and stripper strip oh, shop? You know, honestly, strip shop. I maybe I, I don't think I'd, I'd mind strip being, and strip. I don't think I'd mind falling in love with a stripper one of these days. There you go. I haven't seen a stripper in a long time. <laughs> this COVID shit sucks. <laughs> that's true. Is there even going to be like like what's the strip? What's the stripper? You know, that's a good question. Business right now. It's got to be like zero. Well, yeah. What are all those? What are all those girls doing? I guess just taking classes. Probably just working on their PhDs. Yeah. Are they doing like virtual stripping? I I like the idea down south where they strip and back a pickup truck. Well, I was gonna say there's like a drive yeah. there's drive through strip places. Where not up here though? No, there, I no. haven't heard of. Any. I don't think so. I mean, how many strip clubs are in Maine? One is it just the one in Portland? Well, no, there's there's at least one in Bangor. Okay. I, I, well, I don't know if it's still there, but it used to be like a strip mall. Makes sense. 
It's like the rule that oh, that place is a little a strip mall. That place is a little sad. I don't know if it still exists or anymore. <laughs> Nothing screams sad until you've been to the southern tip of West Virginia and you're staying at a motel across from a strip club that's basically like the size of this radio station. La Casa, like La Casa de Fiesta? Yeah, just tiny. Do you remember that? That was in Millinocket. <laughs> that's a great name. La Casa de Fiesta. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was definitely one of the stripper's daughters outside just riding a bike on like training wheels for uh, like a couple hours. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, that was brutal. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That might take some of the stank out of it for you. Yeah, let's go strip club. Man. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> Scott's tots. Scott's tots. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'd like to go to a strip club. Shit I'd like to do. I'd like to go to a strip club. There you go. Do you think they're open in Vegas? Yeah, I bet you they are. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Do you think you have to pay like a certain fee to get into a strip club right now? To, well, like yeah. a liability fee? Well, you got to pay 20 bucks usually to get in anywhere, That's right? true. At a, at a decent one. Yep. So probably. Is there a champagne room? It's probably even more expensive. Can you go champagne room, or you have to wear a mask? You probably have to wear a mask. So if you get a lap dance, you're wearing a mask. Wait, are the strippers wearing masks? If you're getting a lap dance, are you and the stripper getting wearing masks? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, because no contact contact doesn't matter at all. Just the mask. <laughs> right. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Masks. If one more person tweets, masks work. I swear to fucking god. <laughs> Nothing works. Clearly, they work. A, <laughs> maybe they work a tiny bit at best. Yeah, they work at a nice level, at, but at best, it's yeah. not. It's not to the level like, where you right. need to. I, a sports reporter needs to tell me every thirty seconds that I should be wearing a mask. Right. Wear First mask. off, I do asshole. Right. First of all, fuck you. And plus, and second of all, blow, you don't need to tell me anything. And second, blow me because right. your mask doesn't fucking work. <laughs> I love the hipsters with their fucking like bandanas too. That's the best. <laughs> Your fucking light cotton bandana that's, you know, saving the world because you want to look cool. All right, you fucking twat. Holy right. fuck. Anyways, let's get out of here so we can post this. Fucking All right. We done? Oh, well, we got at least. We got to thank Main Man Flavors. Oh, yeah, we probably should have mentioned that at some point. Uh, thank you so much to Main Man Flavors. Visit MainManFlavors.com. They've got great hot sauces and great relishes. Blueberry habanero, the ain't right sauce. They have the blueberry teriyaki sauce, all kinds of good stuff. Main man flavor, main man flavors.com, or you can go online. That's what that is online, or you can go into stores up and down the east coast of Maine and find them in all those great specialty stores. So check it out, main man flavors.com. We certainly appreciate those guys. We do. Oh, yes, T Pain. Damn, little mama. You know you thick as hell, know what I'm saying? I do. I do, T-Pain. I feel you, T-Pain. After the club, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I ain't even worried about them really, though. I'm just looking at you. Shit, you know. Got them big-ass hips, God damn. damn. Got the body of a goddess. Got eyes by the beak and brown eyes. Coming down from the ceiling. All right, probably gotta fade out now, right? We out. I'm in love with the stripper. All right, <laughs> see. You.